for the very first time, uh, I was taken to the restaurant and then my friends told me to order the steak. Uh, when the waiter came to take our orders, well, I was asked, you know, what do you want to get? And I said, a steak. I'm like, how do you want to uh, have it? I'm like, just a steak, you know? <laughs> is, is it so difficult? Now, uh, and my friends are like, Vital, you have to tell him, like, you know, it should be well done, medium, like, well, I'm like, what do you mean? Just the steak. And so now you have to tell him like what, how you want to have it. I'm like, well, like I want to. You know, can you like cook it? So okay, it's well done. That's just meat. Give me meat. Okay, well done. Because it's not really popular in Poland to eat beef, so that was my very first time when I was 25 to order a steak. Uh, then I was told, but actually, yeah, you, you start with well done and then you go lower. And now I'm stuck at medium level, so I think it's pretty good, you know, you tell me. Uh, but that's how I order my steak now. But then, when, of course, when I was learning, you know, how everything works in this country, including like ordering food, uh, I found out that the lowest level is fair, right? And I've never met someone who orders like a rare steak. So, if you do it, raise your hand. <laughs> okay, I want to see, no, up, 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 up. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, 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 not even 10 people. And that really works well, because I did some research yesterday. The statistics say that just five to 10% of the society in the States orders uh, a rare steak, which is still pretty weird to me. <laughs> you are fine, this is, that's what you like, that's your choice. But I was always wondering, like, rare? Like, why? Like, why? You like it, probably, that's why. But just imagine if you come here every Sunday and instead of the bread, we have rare steak for you which is the flesh of Jesus, right? That would be pretty weird. This is how the Jews felt when he said this. It's John 6. You have to eat my flesh and drink my blood. Mm, no, thank you. I don't blame Jews who, after this speech, left. Many people left. Oh, yes, the question is, how can this man give us his flesh to eat? Like, are we going to kill you now and like cut you and have a nice barbecue? We don't think so. So have a nice day, Jesus. Another weird speech. We are out. Okay, we are out. That's what happened. Many people left. Because this is difficult to understand. It is difficult. Corpus Christi. You know, the solemnity of the most uh, holy body and blood of Christ. So we can approach this feast uh, with two kind of perspective, uh, perspectives. The first one is, yes, it's, it's flesh or bread. You really see, you taste bread. So it's food. It's food. Like each one of us uh, eats, right? Do you eat every day? 
Do we have someone who doesn't like do it for a day or two during the week? No, raise your hand. I'm doing some surveys today. No. See, everyone eats every day, right? Why do you eat? I mean, with today's, you know, society, technology, and all of this, we, we like food and we, you know, we have all, the, all these different cuisines and you can make, you know, steak the way you like it. You can, uh, like Father Brian, like cooks every night, you know, different weird stuff sometimes, but I have to eat. And so it's good. But we do it now because, you know, we, I like this flavor, that flavor. But what's the point of eating the basic one? Survival. You just eat it because you have to, right? You could have rice every day and potatoes, I don't know, and just, I don't know, well-done steak or whatever you like it. But now we switch food, right? I eat this, I eat that. But the basic goal of eating is just to survive. We just have to eat so we can be alive. So you need food just to be alive. That's why Jesus says, yeah, you have to eat my flesh if you want to live. You have to. There is no other option here. You have to do it. But thanks be to God, he had some different ideas for food than his flesh, you know, like a rare, rare meat. We got bread. And this is when our faith comes in. Because, yeah, when I say as a priest to each one of you, the body of Christ, the body of Christ, you say amen, which means, yes, I believe. Yes, I believe. But it's the piece of bread. That's the piece of bread. And, of course, there is a different topic behind it, you know, how it works, uh, why we say that this is the body of Christ, although we see the bread. Uh, the whole thing is called, as you may know, transubstantiation, really, a great topic, but actually I wrote a book about it, 80 pages, took me 80 pages to explain two seconds during the Mass. Uh, you will get a PDF file tomorrow in a flag note if you are signed up for our parish, so you can read through it's the history, how it was developed uh, throughout the centuries. But yeah, but I'm not going to talk about transubstantiation, but it's a beautiful, beautiful mystery. Uh, the second one, it's not just food, food that you know, gives you life, but we say that this is the true presence, the real presence of God, you know, of Jesus in the sacrament of the Eucharist. Today, with this Sunday, we kick off the Eucharistic revival. It was uh, introduced by the US bishops, because as you may remember again, four years ago, survey, another one, came out that said that 70% of U.S. Catholics do not believe in real presence of Jesus in the Eucharist. Well, I was just a priest at this point for a few months. I'm like, what? 70%? That's the average number. If you, if you divide it into different groups, like people who go to weekday mass, people who go to you know, Sunday mass, people who don't practice at all, you know, there are different numbers, but that's the average one, 70%. I'm like, 70% do not believe that this is God? I know it looks like bread, it smells like bread, tastes like bread, but it's not bread. 
It's God, it's Jesus. And thanks be to God, but he made it this way, but we don't have to eat rare meat every Sunday. Because I wouldn't be here. I'm signing out, uh, so thank you for just bread. And wine, which is nice, not really blood, right? But this is about the real presence. And this is my main topic, uh, a real presence of Jesus. Remember when he told the apostles on the Ascension Sunday, I'm going to the Father, but I will be with you always until the end of the age. Uh, how, if you are going there? The Eucharist, real presence, real presence of God. I will be with you always. I will be with you always. Real presence. You know, if we go back to the first reading, Moses, who uh, reminds the Israelites, guys, do not forget what God has done to you and for you, how he, take, how he took you out of Egypt to the promised land. Do not forget how he fed you with the manna from heaven. Uh, we are the church. We are in the desert, which is called life. We are going to the promised land, which is heaven. And you need food along the way. You need manna from heaven. The Eucharist. If you want to survive in the desert, you have to eat. If you want to survive in life, you have to eat. Spiritual food. The body and blood of Jesus. Because if we don't do it, well, you know what happens if you don't eat, right? It's going to take a few weeks, but ultimately you will die. So we have to eat. It must happen. The Catholic Church says that you have to come here every Sunday, right? To attend the, the Mass and receive Holy Communion. It's like, I don't know, if I told you, you have to eat every day if you want to live. Like, you don't have to listen to me. It's like, like, it's obvious. Like, yeah, of course I do eat every day, right? But the Catholic Church, in, in, in her wisdom, has decided to really give this precept. You know, you have to come here because this is the source and summit of our faith. This is truly the moment where you meet God. This is his true presence. He's here. Because I don't get people who say, uh, yeah, I, I want to go and do some hiking like in the mountains because uh, I can meet God there. Uh-huh. Yeah. No. No. You cannot meet God in the mountains like you can meet him here at Lourdes. This is the true presence. Yeah, God is present everywhere, but true presence, like you can touch even him, you know, this piece of bread. This is God. This is God. The source and summit of faith. Now, my last point is, if this is his true presence, and the church in her wisdom says, you come here every Sunday so you can spend some time with him, receive him in the Holy Communion. When we eat Jesus, right? He becomes the part of you. His blood is, is in your blood. His body becomes the one with you. It's the, the best intimate union that you can have. You cannot even have it with your spouse. And that's why we say this is the glimpse of heaven.
because that will be fulfilled in heaven 100%. Here on earth, we just get a, a few seconds when you receive him. But that's why we need to do it, to get ready for, for heaven. True presence, true presence. Now, if we are talking about true presence, and he's really here, uh, the church says, yes, you have to come here every Sunday. You know why? Because if you love God, you want to be with him. That's the point, right? For those of you who are married, it should be easy to understand. You know, if you are married, well, you live with your spouse, right? So you are with him. You are with her. It's you are. You are. You are present. You know, to your spouse, to your children, you are present. If you love someone, you want to be with this person. That's why Jesus established the Eucharist, because he loves us. He wants to be with us. Now we have to choose to be with him. It's always a choice. And you cannot love someone whom you don't know. Right? Uh, question. Do you love my mom? I love this question. People are like, do you love my mom? Yeah, there's one no, okay. Do you love my mom? No, you don't. It's totally fine. I will not be upset. No, you don't. You don't love my mom. You know why? Because you never met her. You cannot love someone whom you have never met. You cannot. You can say, I love everyone. No, you don't. <laughs> you don't. Love your enemies. That's what Jesus said. You know why? Because you met your enemies. Uh-huh. You did. That's why you don't like them. Right? You cannot say, I love him, I love her, I, I don't like something like, I hate blue cheese, right? Everyone knows this. Why? Because I met blue cheese once and it was not great. <laughs> Right? You, who are married, you met your spouse a long time ago, right? You met him, you met her. And something happened, something clicked. You started dating, and they're like, yes, I want to be with this person the rest of my life. Sunday Mass is kind of like a date. If you want to fall in love with someone, you have to invest your time into this relationship. It needs to happen, right? It needs to happen. We need to spend time with God if we want to really meet him, then fall in love with him and be back here next Sunday. Of course, the church says you should come here every Sunday. But if you truly love God, I don't have to tell you, or Father Brian and Father Sean, you just come here. You just do. Truly uh, present means I am with this person, I love this person, and I just want to spend more and more time with this person. That's why Jesus established this sacrament, so he wants to be with us, true presence of the Eucharist. So when I heard like 70% of people do not believe in his presence, it's really painful because it's like, again, those of you who are married, it would be like, I do not believe in the presence of, uh, of my spouse. 
That's not okay, right? That's the fastest track to the divorce. Because what's the point of living together if I don't believe that you exist? So my hope is that, you know, you came today the, to Lourdes because you, of course, love God. That's the first point. Second, you believe that it's truly Him. And when you receive Him in a few minutes, you know, that's this union, intimate union, but it's only possible here. You cannot do it in the mountains. Yes, you can talk to God, but you will not get this union ever outside of the Catholic Church. That's not, that's not possible. That's why you as bishops decided to jumpstart this faith. You know, let's fall in love with God again. Let's, let's do it. If you have been a Catholic for many, many years, like, you know, like myself for 30 plus years, sometimes, yes, you know, if you are like married for 30 plus years, sometimes this love, instead of the huge fire, is just a, you know, tiny flame. I know it happens. I talk to many, many married people. But you know what I tell them? Leave your kids behind like once a month. Go on a date. Like I told my parents, like, you know, you should, I can pay you even for a dinner, okay? Because my, my dad specifically, he really counts money. So he's like, oh, that's too, too expensive, that's too expensive. I will pay for a nice steak. Money doesn't matter, okay? I will pay for your dinner, but just go with mom, leave my brother behind, right? You know, and just have a nice time. Do it. Spend more time. Feel the presence, you know, of your, of your spouse. That's why we, we do it. We, we come here every Sunday to be with God. To be with God. Many people, uh, fallen away Catholics who, who left the church and the faith, it usually started, because I talked to them, it always started with uh, leaving uh, Sunday Mass, not coming here. This is how it starts. It's really difficult to love someone whom I don't know. I understand, right? Just imagine if you date or if you are married, you leave your spouse or your boyfriend, girlfriend for a long period of time, this love fades away because you cannot really be with your lover. And so it's just the beginning of the end, usually, for Catholics. When I stop coming to Sunday Mass, then slowly I start questioning the teaching and all, everything, and then ultimately, usually people like this become atheists. So we have to just keep this one in mind. True presence of Jesus established by him because he loves us, he wants to be with us, and that's the best union you can have with God here on earth. It will be fulfilled in heaven, but here on earth, uh, that's the best one uh, we can get. So let's use the next year till next Corpus Christi, because that's the Eucharistic revival uh, for, the, for the parish level. Uh, we have many events, many events that you can use to fall in love with God again. You know, to, to change this tiny flame into a huge fire. So again, gathering at the Grotto, everything around the Eucharist, uh, we'll have candlelight masses. Uh, again, to be with God, you have to be with Him again, to see Him. Eucharistic adoration. 
That's the second, I would say, after receiving the communion. That's the second tool to use um, to, to fall in love with God. So we'll have this one a lot throughout the year. Praise and worship. Uh, we'll have cultural nights uh, twice. Uh, again, everything about, around the Eucharist. U.S. bishops and here Archbishop Aquila came up with some ideas for, for Denver, the Archdiocese of Denver. So like, you can grab this flyer on your way out. It's called the, the Holy Face Chaplet. So this one is used as a shield for this coming year, for the next Corpus Christi. Uh, Saint Athanasius, so he's one of the fathers from the ancient world. He said that this one is really powerful against the devil. This one is used to, as a shield to protect us for, the, for this coming year. And for the kids here in Denver, we have this pilgrimage passport. Uh, so it's really a passport. You can get a uh, stamp. We have seven parishes uh, from Edwards to, to the Plains, Yuma. Uh, you can go there, visit the church, get the stamp. And if you collect seven, all of them, you will receive a free comic book about Blessed Carlo Acutis. So this is for kids. I mean, everyone can use it, but um, <laughs> yeah, it's free of charge. You can grab it on your way out. This is another way to really, you know, fall in love with God. The point is, if you want to fall in love with someone, you have to meet this person first and then spend some time. You cannot love my mom because you have never met her. But hopefully you like love me and Father Brian and Father Sean because you met me. You spend you know, every Sunday here with us. Or inv you invite us for dinners, right? It takes time. It takes time. Let's, let's pray that we'll use uh, this time and the next few minutes when you receive Jesus. Ask him to really help you to fall in love more and more. Because I can guarantee you, it will help your faith to grow. It's, it's food from heaven. But we need to eat. We need to eat.